Evil Thespian. We're back. <laughs> um, today I'm joined by Cassidy Grady and some yeah, folks so- today. <laughs> um, why don't you guys uh, introduce yourselves? Anybody, we can go one by one. <laughs> Popcorn. Sam first. Ladies okay. first. Yeah. Um, I'm Sam and I'm in the play. <laughs> excellent i'm jonah i'm also in the play shockingly i'm santiago and this is gonna sound crazy but i'm in the play too excellent so where are you guys right what country am i talking to you guys in? uh we're in new york city okay the country cool. of new york city uh we're kind of town so it's like kind of a- yeah. okay we're yeah. in a Chinatown bedroom. Yeah. Liminal <laughs> space. Yeah. Because uh, Cassidy, I think, did you go to Peru or something? Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. All I over just the got globe? back a few days ago. Okay, cool. Was that um, on, you're on holiday or? Um, it was like kind of for um, a scene for a movie, kind of for yeah. being between lives. Cool. No. Cool. Tomato, well, tomato. Cool. Well, I guess first things first, well, what is this play about? So <laughs> this is your, Cassidy, this is your play. So Kinda. I know. I yeah. That. Well, you said that like, <laughs> you said that like, this is like one of your, you would consider this an ambitious project for you. Is there a reason why? And like, kind of what's the play about essentially? It's hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Santi. That feels hot. Like- um um oh hold on i'm sitting up my belly um why would i consider it an ambitious project i would say because it's like kind of difficult to so it's about the circus Mm. um i love that thank you um (laughs) it takes place backstage at the circus and there's also like an imaginary on stage so like sometimes there's like the sinking of things that are happening on and off the stage of the show and then it also involves like movement a lot i'm teaching jonah how to well jonah already knows how to dance but me and jonah are dancing together it's Um, great i love i got to actually like sit back and watch it for the first time and it it was really beautiful thank you (laughs) what made you want to write a play about like i mean set in the circus do you know anybody who works in circus I wish no, <laughs> I was um, actually listening to the song by Peggy Lee. Is that all there is? Mm-hmm. And she has this like monologue part. And she's like, when I was a little girl, my daddy took me to the circus. And I was thinking about how like fucking weird the circus is mm-hmm. and how it's like this combination of different people with different talents that are like really random, just like put together like yeah. a shitty pizza. And... <laughs> Yeah, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, however you want to spin it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how like that, whatever happens behind the scenes of that is probably even weirder. Yeah. The show mm-hmm. itself, because it's like the weirdest people possible. <laughs> yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's um, why. I I really like that because I, so one of my best friends I did theater with growing up, he is like a circus performer. Mainly he does like clown and acrobat stuff. Um, He's a clown. Yes. Okay, cool. (laughs) 
Um, it is so true. Like circus people, it's like a different type of people. I don't even know like if I would put them in under like the theater people umbrella. Right. Necessarily, it's like it's truly like they're their own type of uh, yeah. creative a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely more like. I don't know as random as you can be. <laughs> yeah. What kind of um, themes or messages like did you want to explore in this play? I'll let someone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to yeah. go? You want to cook, Jenna? He's rubbing his hands together. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think a lot of it is uh, like she was saying that, you know, backstage in the circus, you get like the weirdest people in this situation where they don't have to worry about filtering any of that weirdness and what it creates is this like almost super organism among them that like creates its own sort of religion backstage mm-hmm. um and then what's on the stage is just like the sort of like performed expression of that religion the same way like you know you have this big group of priests that like you never see all the stuff that they do that like constitutes most of their job as like mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, like their performance in the mass, like mm-hmm. kind of the same same type of deal. It seems like. Hmm. So, sort of everybody's backstage, <laughs> back of back of the mind kind of life a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. How uh, can we? Um, maybe we'll start with uh, you, Santiago. Um, can you t- talk about your characters uh, and like the role sure. they play in this story? Yeah. Well, um, uh, I play two characters. Um, the, oh yeah, there's a time jump. It's a whole thing. There's there's a time cool. Sweet. So yeah, it's, it's like yeah. So in the first act, I play a stagehand who is unexpectedly promoted to uh, a performer, um, <clears throat> and um, kind of has to has to uh, step out of the shadows and out of the backstage, right, and onto the stage and kind of um navigate yeah the newfound like joy of mm-hmm. um of performing um and then in the second act we go back in time and i'm a i'm a clown um <laughs> 20 years earlier um who may or may not be the younger version of a, a different character from the first <laughs> act. um <clears throat> It's really whack. Yeah, I play a clown who uh, wants to be taken more seriously, wants to be to become a magician. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of hard. <laughs> it sounds really crazy when I hear it out loud. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, and I think that that that's an interesting there's a counter interesting counterpoint between those two characters, right? Like the character who, who um, unexpectedly has to change roles and isn't necessarily prepared, but, but is, you know, steps up at Mm -hmm. the, at the critical moment. Mm -hmm. And then this this other character who wants desperately to be able to change roles and wants desperately to become um, something that, that he's not, or to realize something that Mm -hmm. he is that nobody else recognizes and um and can't seem to do it mm-hmm. so yeah those are my yeah i would see yeah, i would say magician is probably the logical step up from clown um yeah. i don't know or or i don't know it could go either way but i would say 
Um, that is really interesting. Um, and then, Jonah. Yeah, Jonah. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> in the first act, I'm a trapeze artist who is unexpectedly demoted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no spoilers, but yeah. 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 <laughs> the whole thing. People are getting knocked down and like, <laughs> yeah, no up. yeah. Exactly. There's, yeah, this place is not, this is not the type of circus that has a lot of job security. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or just bodily security yeah or just security <laughs> yeah. um yeah you might have wanted to cast like a like a backstage like martial guard or something um, we need to, need to unionize <laughs> oh God, that's, yeah the sequel <laughs> yeah the sequel no spoilers but osha never shows up <laughs> I I can't uh, I can't imagine OSHA makes a lot of appearances at, uh, at circus performances. Yeah, yeah. Although I, the stagehands in each act, so I switch places in the second act with Santi's character in the first and become the the earlier generation stagehand. Um, and I think uh, both stagehands we talked about this before. I think are are part of. Um, like a, a good solid stagehands union. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah, they do. Yeah, they're uh, they do have a union. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a really serious one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this circus circus because <laughs> I mean that's also a very dangerous job being a stagehand. Like people get hurt. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Um, Sam. Yeah. So um, I also play two different characters. Um, in the first act, I'm an assistant, and in the second act, I'm the ringmaster, which is yeah. the ringmaster. Oh, do you get so to wear I, a hat? I do get to wear a hat. I yeah, wear a hat. Hat. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's very yeah. fun. Yeah. It's like a kind of an awesome <laughs> parallel from going, like, as the assistant, I'm sort of not scared to leave the role of being an assistant, but I guess, like, kind of the power that I have is contingent on being in a like smaller yeah role. like I'm scared to leave that role and potentially fail at something bigger mm -hmm. um and then in the second act I'm the ringmaster so I have all the power and I'm this very like loud demanding presence who you know again no spoilers but kind of takes what she wants um so Cracks, I do you have a little whip Oh God! I wish I could. <laughs> no, no. I, I that would be great. The whip. The whip belongs to the lion tamer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then there's another. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah, there's no and there's no live animals in or is there? Whoa. We're uh, talking about. What I'm saying maybe make one. Make a live animal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Breed a live animal. Yeah. Um, no, kill live animals. Well, aside from us, yeah. Do you, yeah. would you aside say like? Us. Would you say the? So it sounds to me like a lot of the characters they go through, or it sounds to me like the story is a lot about like pivoting or like desire, like a desire to pivot or like the tension um, in like the transition period or like the gray area between like who you are, what you want to yeah. be, and everything. Um, and then would you say like the circus part, like the circus world in the play, that's like an expression of maybe who they 
want to be. Um, is this almost like a subconscious? <laughs> I like how I immediately go to like, it's actually everyone's dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you probably did nothing wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, sure. No. Um, yeah. I mean, in a way, the circus itself is kind of just there. And the reason that I think it works to do an imaginary stage is because a circus has a lot of um, like general, like, you know what it is. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. stereotypes. There's a lot of yeah. stereotypes mm -hmm. in the circus, a lot of imagery we have in our heads when we hear a circus. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to almost have that as a baseline. It's something mm -hmm. that doesn't even necessarily matter. And something I said like recently in the notes I sent last night um, is like, uh, even when you're backstage, you're going in between performing and not performing. Yeah. And like having these like performative personalities and like making these decisions and like deciding what to put on and what is putting mm -hmm. something on. And mm -hmm. once you've been on stage, it's difficult to remember what it's like to be yeah. off stage. <laughs> yeah. That's, <fine>. That's <laughs> a line. <laughs> when does the nose truly come off? Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. I, it's interesting what Jonah was saying before about how the circus kind of breeds its own religion or forms its own religion. Um, because I think that there is a lot in the play also about, um, about faith mm. and belief and, um, and, you know, the circuit, like the, I'm kind of thinking about this now, the circus in a way is uh, akin to a kind of, religious experience I think mm -hmm. and that it's it's yeah. this it's this place that you go with these very ritualized there's sort of a there's sort of a ritual to it right there are mm -hmm. these there are these roles and these hierarchies that are um established and familiar to us from the time when we're kids whether or not we've even actually ever seen a circus right um and there's also a real sense of kind of unreality or supernaturalism. Like there, there's a dreamlike quality to the circus, right? Because you're seeing things, um, seeing things that that are unbelievable. You're seeing people fly around. You're seeing magic tricks and and you know animals and um, so there. Yeah, there is kind of a dreamlike quality or or, or a religious quality. Um, to the circus in general that I think is uh, explored by the text in a really interesting way. Do you think any of these characters um, experience like a crisis of faith during the play? Like, oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, would you say like that's probably like the main uh, like dramatic uh, conflicts kind of going on? in the play <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of interpersonal conflict for sure yeah i mean if you interpret faith as broadly as possible <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, i mean i know like my my buddy who's the circus performer like man everybody is just getting by you know and i think um what i also think about when i think of about the circus is like the hierarchy, the hierarchical element to it, which is very weird because it's like, there's uh, almost a uh, archetype of like power dynamics and like circus, um, like 
uh, like performer assignments, like ringmaster, like, I don't know if the clown yeah. is like, just like the random guy on the street yeah. or like the trapeze artists are like just like the uh you know middle class or something you know? like, um and there's a yeah there's a there's a communist element or a analysis to be made for sure um but yeah i would say uh i like that it's um like out like this understanding of like who you are, who you want to be is like outfitted in this uh, circus environment. Have we, so have you been, have you guys been like watching a circus um, videos or anything or? Uh, we should, we probably um, should. I'll well, throw them in the, I'll throw them in the thread. <laughs> well, uh, Cassidy, you mentioned that this ha play has dance in it. So that's, mm -hmm. that's a, is that, that's like, would you say that's a huge element in this? this play? Yes, in the sense that um, it is kind of the way, because a lot, another huge reason that I was like, you know what, I'm doing a fucking circus play is because yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to do another like, like New York centric, like, yeah, holistic thing. Like, I'm like, okay, what, well, like, mm -hmm. What, what do I want to do? What? Yes. Um, yes. And I just like that. And uh, the dance element. Well, I also thought of it when I was in London doing this show that was like combining dancing and acting. And I think when I thought about that plus a circus, I think utilizing that as a tool like formally helps it from the jump formally not be like super realistic. It's just like sometimes, like, for example, there's a mime character that has lines on the script, but I cast like a dancer I went to school mm -hmm. with and mm -hmm. they never speak the, well, almost never <laughs> speak their lines, but they like dance the yeah. syllables of them, yeah. essentially. But like they have conversations with the other characters as if the other characters like understood every word. Yeah. You know I mean, so it's like, Breaking like down, like, this obviously yeah. isn't normal or like yeah. natural. Mm -hmm. So it's like um, very important of a tool to like do that, mm -hmm. like and get that like out of the way. Mm -hmm. And then have any anyone else here have dance background and dance experience at all? <laughs> Unless you count tap <laughs> classes when I was like seven years yeah. old, I'm not much of a dancer. Yeah, I, not everyone. I mean, even when, even when not everyone like dance dances, yeah. but even when there's not, it's like still has like choreographic elements to it. Mm -hmm, right. Like where it's like, I don't know, it feels more like chore choreography than blocking. I think that's something right. you need to think about, Sanji. Yeah. 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 And one of the things we talked about, too, was um, there's an element of choreography, even in the text, even in the lines that yeah. we're speaking. Um, Cass mentioned that sometimes there are performers there are <laughs> when somebody goes to goes <laughs> goes on stage onto the fictional stage of the circus and is unseen <laughs> from you know to the real audience mm -hmm. watching the events unfold backstage yeah. <laughs> yes and still we can hear them performing we can hear them addressing this imaginary audience 
while action is still unfolding for the mm -hmm. real audience backstage. <laughs> and yes. the line, there's is something really cool that Cass does with the script where like the lines that um, the performer on stage and off stage that they're sync they're synchronizing mm -hmm. and they're falling out of sync and they're count like kind of contrapuntal mm -hmm. and um and there's yeah there's an element of choreography in that right mm -hmm. uh, you're choreographing speech mm -hmm. um, it's not just about you know uh talking like a person giving a naturalistic performance mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> like, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like uh you're talking you know, like a dancer dances, you're talking yeah. time and listening mm -hmm. to what, to when other people mm -hmm. are speaking. Mm -hmm. There's sort of these, um, yeah, these, these more heightened or symbol, symbolic considerations that are determining how the lines are mm -hmm. being delivered. So that's a, yeah, that's a really yeah. challenge as an actor and a, I mean, yeah. I'm really a dancer, but. <laughs> a lot of, yeah, a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> A lot so I of I'm not a dancer, work. but I can throw it down when I want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Freestyle. I'm a, I, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm self-taught. I'm self-taught dancer. Oh, so. Yeah. When I was in theater school, like I minored in dance, but I was not good. And um, I, I didn't make that decision for myself. Um, I definitely <laughs> was. Um, it, it was made clear to me that I'm a mover, um, <laughs> not a dancer, completely fine with me, but I think if you can move like that, well, that will get you. Y'all <laughs> got get your foot in, Yeah, get your foot in the door. Um, would you say this show is like very high energy or, I mean, there's a lot of like dance elements and like choreography, um, but is there a lot of moving stage hands running? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of energy. It's very yeah. high energy. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like a little chaotic. There's always people, it's like a revolving door of characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Coming, in, coming out, going to the stage, coming mm -hmm. off stage, which is really fun. Yeah. yeah. Tell that they're talking to each other off stage, kind of. So, like, mm -hmm. they'll have characters kind of speaking each other's minds when they're not present. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of, it kind of, there are times when it's very hectic and the lines are following each other very quickly and yeah. things are crazy. People are running around, but there's also times when there's yeah. Um, yeah. not a lull in the energy, but things slow down, which I think is, is true to the experience of being backstage yeah. when you're performing mm -hmm. a show, right? Like um, uh, there's a lot of uh, hurry up and wait, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where yeah. You're yeah. Like, you're like rushing a change into the cost into the next costume and yeah. then and then you have like you know 30 you go out stage <laughs> yeah. you perform it's it's chaotic and it's intense and then you go backstage and you're like sitting there quietly for four <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah just year. like yeah take a, take a little squat <laughs> yeah you know yeah, yeah. so and that gives the play a, i think a really mm -hmm. dynamic sort of um modulation of energy mm -hmm. yeah it's yeah it's usually like hurry up and wait or it's like, yeah, uh, going off and like going on stage waiting, or it's like getting dressed really, really quick just to wait for the yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, um, I always think about like performers or actors that just have a role in the performance that they're only seen for like five minutes of the show or they're right. only like there until for like the last they're like the ghost in the last scene and they're they have to wait for like two hours until 
they go on stage for two seconds. Um, I always think, I always think about those people. <laughs> um, but I, is there a specific, um, in the show, is there a specific like, uh, like circus act um, that is performed in the show or is it, okay, cool, <laughs> excellent. Um, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, kind of. I always forgive always. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's the thing is some of the characters are kind of always there on stage selves, even formally, mm -hmm. like in the way yeah. that they go about the world. Mm -hmm. um, like, like, like he was just saying, the man mm -hmm. um, is always miming. Yeah. Um, but there isn't necessarily... You don't see exactly the performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's about what's happening right. in your in the mind. In yeah, mind. in your <laughs> mind. <laughs> uh, from a practical perspective, is there like uh, uh, props used or no props or? Yeah, we got props. Stage? Oh yeah, <laughs> you have scenery. Uh, yeah, I need to get. I need to get them still. <laughs> but yeah, we got like, yeah. obviously there's curtains that they go through to go to the stage. We got a, got a whip. We yeah. got a top hat. <laughs> we got, what else do we got? Unfortunately, not a lion, but one day maybe a lion. Oh, and then there's like the ventriloquist dummy. Mm -hmm. um, we have... Oh, and also like the costuming is really important. Mm -hmm. uh, my friend Menulik actually is making all of the costumes and then that's going to help kind of determine who's who when roles yeah. are even within one act, like yeah. kind of uh, symbolic removing of and taking on of someone else's costume, especially like as performers, like watching yeah. You know, watching yourself be replaced in a role is yeah, yeah, um, no. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, watching that costume transition from one body to another, mm -hmm. the costumes what? almost become props. Yes, I, I mean, cost to me like clothes or like anything that's like put on the body is like that just like changes who you are and I yeah. always feel like sometimes I'll get into a costume and I feel like I've gotten into it I'm like oh shit like I wish I had this earlier almost because you learn so much and, like yeah, it's yeah. the way like you move in your body and I feel like it just like cranks up the volume on like yeah. your uh, work as an actor is like just propels you to like or it makes it worse and harder and you're yeah. like I had this earlier so I could yes. get to it <laughs> I know um but yeah I'm so that's really interesting because I you know whenever I like think about writing something I never really think about like necessarily the colors or some people do start from a very like aesthetic place when writing the show did you have a specific like color palette or like just some kind of aesthetic setting in mind in terms of what it would look like um to start the process or I actually didn't well I mean I guess I was thinking circus generally mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. color palette wise um and like I I mean I <laughs> wrote most of it 
when I was in London doing the show because I can never just focus on one thing at once or my brain would explode. And then I made, <laughs> I made before I even started it, <laughs> I made the poster on the plane home. <laughs> Never tell you that. No, um, that's exactly what I do. Like I, I will literally like think of something, and I'm like, no, no, no. This is I have to do it right now before it's even yeah. Like start like a thing. Yeah. It's like yeah. no, this is the package. It's gonna come into like yeah, this yeah exactly first. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. there were some like aesthetic. There's always aesthetics rolling mm-hmm. around in my mind. Yeah. But then I got home, and I was actually living at the time with Menulik. And he was like, oh, I was London, blah, blah, blah. And then I look at his room and I, cause he's a fashion designer and I see like some of his designs hanging and I'm like, oh, wait, I have an idea. <laughs> so I added his name to the poster. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he had some designs already that work really well. And then now he's just making more to yeah. add to it. Um, so yeah, it wasn't like, it was like my thought baby yeah like fathered by um a thought daddy yeah <laughs> and you're the yeah and then came the mood board and yeah then came the, the mood board i did make a pinterest mood board oh i um i've been making a lot of mood boards uh lately for di- for it's basically different things. it's a, it's a foundation on which my yeah sanity kind of like rests on so yeah um for the actors what how is this different than anything you've done before if you like learned something new about like the character development process um anything like new and like novel and unique um you've kind of discovered about your process um over the rehearsals me <laughs> yeah. I'm a very fresh actor. Oh, I love that. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So my first play ever was Cass's play. Yeah. Um, so this is my second time ever, but it is super different. Uh, yeah. Very, yeah. Very, very different. And I think like having the two different acts and having those parallels between characters sort of like just the dichotomy between the two characters and also the way the ways that they're similar really helps me learn about both of them because I'm like okay these are the things that my first character wanted needed Mm -hmm. had and didn't have and then in the second act the same thing but I now have things my first character wanted and Mm -hmm. I don't know it just like helps me understand how to react in certain situations and what exactly Mm -hmm. like desires of my character are and how those play out mm-hmm. um whereas my the other play I did was I think like I had a more constant through line of like what mm-hmm. I wanted to yeah um so yeah it's definitely I think having the two acts and like the character mm-hmm. change has helped a lot with learning about yeah do you guys prefer to do uh like projects that are like on the scale uh very kind of like do-it-yourself um like community oriented projects or um I guess in each of your (laughs) respective uh creative endeavors um is this kind of like your main thing that you like to do um or is there like film anybody else do like film um as well yeah I do I kind of 
try to do whatever mm -hmm. I possibly can. I love mm -hmm. doing film. Um, and for a long time, I kind of assumed that I, you know, I think a lot of actors start in theater just because there are plays at school, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. And nowadays more and more, I think filmmaking is being taught to kids just because it's more accessible now and it's, um, and it's easier, but, um, you know, I definitely like theater was my, was what got me into mm -hmm. acting. And um, I, uh, but as I kind of got older and I was looking down the barrel of becoming a professional actor, mm -hmm. I um, was kind of getting ready to leave theater behind. Um, mm -hmm. Because I think that there's a, but but no there's sort of an idea uh that theater is dead or dying and that... never well screens yeah screen i mean i yeah. film film I think it's been dying for a long time. And, yeah. You know, there was a time when, when movies and, you know, TV didn't exist. Yeah. Um, but, entertainment option. but yeah, I mean, it was a big thing with COVID that, you know, mm -hmm. all the had to close and um, <clears throat> things like that. However, what I've really um, loved about getting, getting to know this group of people and this kind of like, getting to work on projects at this scale that are a little bit more DIY is like realizing um, how, how realizing that it's not dead, you know, yeah. theater is mm -hmm. still theater is, is always possible. And in a lot of ways, it's, you know, it's easier than film. It's cheaper. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, and I mean, I, I, yeah, like I said, it's kind of my first love. I, I think there's mm -hmm. something so special about the ensemble aspects, spending time in the rehearsals, all yeah. this performing for a live audience is so special. So yeah. I feel really grateful for the opportunity to, to do stuff like this. Yeah, it's well, very, it's very special and it's very rare too. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. it's like, cause a lot of the stuff, I mean, I don't know about your guys like rehearsal process, a lot of the stuff has to be like, have, like you have to go fast sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of times it's like, oh, I just, because I always feel like, oh, I just barely scraped by like on something, whatever I'm doing. Um, but yeah, it is very special. I agree for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the opposite side of like some sort of like social, cultural, like revivals, kind of what I was manically DMing you about that mm -hmm. one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when it like kind of um there is a sense in which uh this like underground theater stuff happening in New York right now is becoming intertwined in weird ways with like these concepts of social scenes and almost mm -hmm. like um made like cool to be seen like cool or like yeah in like yeah very like socially and culturally intertwined with things where usually like these millions of people are like not intertwined with the theater kids once yeah and then, like I guess that kind of does start to 
like when the theater world is seamy, what the fuck does that <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I'm like naturally like na- at this point I'm brought up to like I want like I want to be bullied. Like I think <laughs> other than that, yeah, like I'm like, like I'm supposed to be bullied. Like <laughs> what? Um yeah. Yeah, that is yeah, that is weird. Little, yeah, little masochism never heard. Of. Well, when you go to when you oh, go to shows, do you ever mind. like? <laughs> do you ever notice like when you go to shows, sometimes you'll see people? I don't know. Sometimes I just I can tell. I'm just like I like to make up like stories about people when oh, I go to shows, yeah. and I'll see somebody. I'm like, I don't feel like they know anybody here, or yeah. I'm just like. Did somebody just see a poster or they know somebody? Like I always want, I always make up little stories about people when I go to shows. Um, but yeah, I think it's yeah, similar. Yeah, it's kind of like the art gallery thing that we we're talking about. Like um being at a art show is like a very strange thing. So everyone's just like standing around and like looking at the art. And um but theater is interesting because it's very much, much more cozy. And I feel like it's a little, it's less socially isolating than maybe like a gallery event yeah, or something. Because well, um, yeah. you're experienced in a more specified way. Mm-hmm. Especially like with these types of like smaller DIY type projects that aren't in buildings specifically built to be theaters. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have this separation where like yeah. the performers enter through a different door than yeah. the audience yeah. coming through the same door. Yeah. And so the audience's relationship to all the performers actually starts before the play starts because right. they all walk mm-hmm. together. Right. And they're yeah. walking out together. And yeah. so the drag is on breaking up like the fourth tension. wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, the fourth wall just yeah. never got yeah. What, yeah. what fourth wall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, where, where are you? Uh, are you in the space right now or oh. where are you the person? Oh, I thought you meant like right now. I was oh, like, yeah. I'm doing it in my bedroom. Um, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, we've been rehearsing there. It's this really cool. Well, we're doing two rides. We have two runs planned so far. <laughs> Um, we're doing four shows at this mansion in Bedside mm. called the Hancock that was built like in the 1800s. And yeah, I've been to like a party there. Cool. And it was really fun. <laughs> 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 um, and then I got like a DM one day from one of the women who lives there. And she was like, hey, like, if you don't ever want to put up a show and it was like right when I was like trans like at a transitional period and I was like awesome space is cool um and like Beckett's is who mm-hmm. knows what the fuck ever is happening with that yeah um but then Beckett um mentioned that I could do shows there still in June mm-hmm. um so we're doing one run um the week of the 13th at mm-hmm. 10 o'clock and then we're doing another run the next week at Beckett's. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And how long uh, like, is the show itself, the play? I should probably figure that <laughs> out. I haven't time um, to, to be uh, determined. Yeah, it's pro- I think it's like an hour 45. Okay, cool. Nice. Wow. And is, is there an intermission and everything? Oh, or? Yeah. Yeah. They, gotta, they gotta change the roles. Yeah. Year long intermission. Yeah. Backwards yeah. 20 years. So how do you feel about like um like live intermissions? I know you saw you saw parade. 
Yeah. How, or, yeah what's that your, was sick. What was, what's your opinion on like the live, live intermissions? Cause sometimes I don't know, like it depends what people do. I think for like those well, live performer, I think I yeah. off myself a little bit. Yeah. I had, if I didn't have the, if I wasn't able to like, like take a nice long piss. And <laughs> exactly. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I need. I know, yeah, I mean, I think it can be a cool, a cool element, but I will say, even for the audience, sometimes your brain needs to get into a different mode, but between yeah. acts, depending on the show, if it's like a meaningful intermission, your brain is supposed to get into a different mode during intermission so that you can process certain things and mm-hmm. revisit the world of the show. And I think if that is if there is uh, it's a situation in which that kind of intermission is necessary if there's something happening during intermission you don't mm-hmm. fully, your brain doesn't fully do that mm-hmm. um i agree i had a really random like thought are you ever do you, are you do you find yourself being drawn to certain kind of fabrics because i know as a dancer yeah. like, fabrics are so important i like but i mean <laughs> i like <laughs> For like circus stuff, I was thinking like I was watching this like production of Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamco, and like there's this like certain kind of different fabrics that reflect light so well that it's almost like it it changes colors depending on like what kind of light is on it. But I just didn't know if you're like because now I'm like I'm getting into textiles recently. I don't know why, but something about texture is like super it's on the mood board it's on the mood board yeah. <laughs> good good yeah. good mm-hmm. yeah yeah we got a lot of we got a lot of knits going yeah. on we got some uh what is that lycra yeah like, yeah we got some spandex we got some tool of course every show everything needs tool always mm-hmm. of course yes especially yeah circus yeah. um are there long would you say there's long monologues in the show or would you say it's like very consistently like the fast um, pace definitely there aren't really long monologues except mm, the ones broken up the monologue things are the things that are said more so on the fake stage mm-hmm. and it's broken up by mm-hmm. the which is funny a, I'm, a, I'm like a slut for like writing a monologue like I really oh yes them. yeah um, pages, pages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a long monologue at the end of my uh, first play. Yeah. So she's like nodding. Her head over. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, um. Has have any of you guys ever been a stagehand before? Mm-hmm. I took stagecraft in college. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had to. I yeah. <laughs> I was required to be a stagehand for like every year of like college. Yeah. Um, it was like a requirement, and it's. It's not fun, you know, not the, not my union, not the union I'm in right now. <laughs> so. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like um, oftentimes stagehands are like, especially in school situations, but even eventually are people who like want to be on the stage mm-hmm. and either that or gave up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, but like <laughs> stagehand moments that are like like people who love being stagehands I that I've met are people who like never considered themselves or wanted to be a performer right. yeah mm-hmm. it's like being around around it or like are very like uh, 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 like yeah. good at running shit like that 
Yeah, it's like the same archetype as people who like do logistics for giant trucking companies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's kind of what I used to do, except it wasn't giant trucking companies. It was like um, maintenance, like cleaning ladies going to like Whoa. public libraries and like ah. doing that kind of logistic stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah, that, that's a job. It was yeah. the time. Um, but what do you think is something like from this play, what are things that you feel like things in this play, you feel the audience will like really, really walk away and remember thinking about a lot, whether it's like a theme or uh, something that happens. You don't have to I get it. I can't answer it. I wrote it. Yeah. I feel like that's hard to do without spoilers, kind of. <laughs> um, or you can give a clue. Honestly, or like okay, a I'll answer. Yeah. I feel like uh, just in the environment we're in, I think the main thing people are going to walk away thinking is that like, it's pretty much the opposite of the plays that are, have been put up in this way. Mm -hmm. that, like That's we've true. been a part of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and there's good and bad in that. Cause I don't want that element of it to be mm -hmm. the point. Yeah. It's not like an anti-play. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not like the other plays. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not <laughs> yeah. Like, but like I think like realistically, that's gonna be something mm -hmm. people think about a lot. Mm -hmm. Really, you can just say like like one of the things that it's taught me is like magical realism as a mm -hmm. genre can be done on stage without an exorbitant budget. Which yeah. Is really yeah. cool. Like yeah. Stuff. It doesn't need to be warhorse. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what's, it's so because <laughs> we have the same constraints that we've like always had, being you know with like DIY theater, um, but still like Cass is able to you know put together this show that honestly could have like a huge budget and be a big yeah. cool mm -hmm. production. It's One a circus. But it still it still works. So you still get like the entire effect of like being in a circus, seeing the performers stop performing, you know, hearing the announcer on stage, the ringmaster mm -hmm. or whatever. Um but we have that same like limited budget, semi-limited resources and it's still the show goes on. So mm -hmm. I think that's pretty cool. It's yeah. Amazing. And the resources are just dwindling every <laughs> single day and the show still goes on somehow. <laughs> um, cool. Well, um, so we know when it is, where can we get tickets? How can people get access? Eventbrite.com slash Cassidy Grady. Cool. I Excellent. I think, I don't know if that slash is right. I don't know if that's a link, but like just find me on Eventbrite. Mm -hmm. So, and then you said you're pretty much uh, kind of done with the rehearsal process right now. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, we have. Okay, cool. Um, we have. Uh, you guys. I'm gonna see all you guys Monday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On Monday. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Cool. So we have some rehearsing to do. We have like a dress rehearsally type thing Tuesday, which is gonna be long. Mm. Um, because yeah, it's it's dress. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we gotta. We're gonna do some stuff between that and opening night um Excellent. yeah it's so it's, it's not it's like even like the stuff that Sandy was bringing up like the synchronization of things that are happening yeah. like like not easy like that has to yeah <laughs> it doesn't if it doesn't 
yeah it's like uh, yeah yeah it's that because the those like beats are gonna be like the lifeblood of the whole yep. ooh, like yeah <laughs> the like, pacing is just, them, yeah that's gonna and be like saw, the language I saw your note about like when you know there's a line breaker when someone's supposed to interrupt someone and then in the play like there's this pause like someone says yeah. half a sentence and yeah for the other person to like interrupt them so you definitely have to things get all like those, that yeah yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 um, yeah we're getting there we're getting there yes <laughs> one day at a time um cool so where can we find everybody let's plug away our oh yeah you know whatever you got <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sure. I'm like <laughs> uh, I don't need to go first. I'm uh, you know, I'm on Instagram, uh at Santiago Malin. M-A-L-L-A-N. Uh, <laughs> that's my name. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Hickules. H-I-C-K-U-L-E-S. I just processed what your Instagram means. Okay, good to know. Um, I'm on Instagram at Sammy Stoked, S-A-M-I-S-T-O-K-E-D. And I'm Cassidy Angel Grady, all one word. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, break legs. Good luck on rehearsal. Sounds like it's going great. It's a fun time. <laughs> he has a line where he's like, maybe if I'm lucky, I'll break too. <laughs> yeah, I like, I love that. That's perfect. Well, um, thank you guys so much for taking the time to come on the show. Um, this is actually perfect timing because I have to post tomorrow. So this will be live tomorrow. Um, oh, cute. Yeah. So let me know if anyone needs anything or if anybody's like, I can't believe I said that. Take it out. <laughs> I'll take it out. Um, but um, yeah, we're cool. um, we're good to go and um, end scene. Bye. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks. See ya. See ya.